Say it like you mean it. All right, that's the title of the message. Thank you very much. <laughs> See, there's many things in life telling you you can't accomplish something. Maybe it's something of the, that the Lord has asked you to do. Maybe it's just life in general. There's things that come along. And, and your, your thoughts and in your heart and in circumstances, and all these things roaring in your head saying, you cannot do this. Um, the enemy, he'll use circumstances. He'll even use people to try to stop. What, you're, what he wants you to do or some things. And we need to continue to say, yes, I can. Sometimes we think that I can't overcome this addiction. I can't overcome this bondage. I can't overcome this sin. I can't get this. I don't have that. And I'm saying, yes, you can. And you need to remind yourself, yes, I can. Years ago, um, years ago, I, 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 watched, I was watching a movie, and um, I think it was The Nutty Professor or something. And there's a scene in the movie where he says, yes, I can. Yes, I can. And I thought, you know what? That's really good. Yes, I can. Because the Bible says I can do all things. And I'm telling you, I understand where some of you are at, and circumstances are difficult. And I know because when I'm standing at 1 o'clock in the morning at the back of the church in Cedarville and everything is flooded, I'm saying, oh, boy, I know what this means. I'm saying, God, I can't do this. Or, or maybe I probably should have said, God, I don't want to do this. And I heard that, yes, I can. Well, he didn't say that. He said, yes, you can. I said, how? Because I can. Talking about he can. And so understand that sometimes there are circumstances that we really, we, maybe we can't fix, but he can. And through him, yes, I can. Yes, I can. And we need to sometimes remind ourselves of that. We don't feel like we can go forward in the things of God? Yes, I can. Circumstances may be coming that cause us to be under pressure, uncomfortable. You can get through it. Yes, I can. You feel like you just can't go on? Oh, yes, you can. Tired of living the way you're living? Can you change? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. If you don't remember anything else today, remember that. Yes, I can. So remind yourself, I mean, so when you're having a tough day and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit brings that to your members, yes, I can in my voice? No, it's God. <laughs> See, whatever you put your hand to, you can accomplish. Whatever he's called you to, you can accomplish. With the Lord, all things are possible. I want to start in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. And I'm going to tell you, obviously I'm going to use a story and analogy, and some of you may understand about triathlon, some of you may not, but I'll kind of explain it as I go because I'm going to use that as an analogy. Hebrews 12, 1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now, that word lay aside means to take off. So it says there, take off every weight. Do you know that some of you are walking around with weight that God did not give you? Some of you are carrying burdens that aren't yours to carry. Some of you need to take some of this weight off. Because sometimes when things happen, we feel like I have got to do something to make this work. Instead of trusting God to help you make it work. Now, understand. You can't sit around and say, well, God's going to fix that. God's going to fix that. Yeah, God will fix that, but you may have to do something for it to get fixed. 
But too many times we grab a hold of what we know, what we see, what we think, and how we feel to grab a hold of something to get us through. And we're carrying stuff that God never meant for us to carry. So we need to take it off. Why? Because we are going to have to run with endurance. And I'm going to tell you from experience, the lighter things are, the easier it is to run. I'm going to give, give you an example. I, I did an, a few years back, I did an Ironman triathlon. All right? An Ironman triathlon, a full Ironman triathlon is a two-mile swim, 112-mile bike, and a 26.2-mile run. Now, I have a lot of friends that run marathons, and they're talking about, oh, you run a marathon, run a marathon. I said, my sport puts your sport at the end. I'm something. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. And so here's the thing. Okay, so we start this Ironman, and in the Ironman, it is all about nutrition and conservation of energy because it is an endurance race. This is a 12-hour race. I mean, it could be 14, 16, 17 hours for some people. For me, it was about, a tw about 12 hours. That's a long day of perpetual motion. <laughs> so so we, we get off the bike, and there was this guy that was getting ready, and you have this transitionary, he's getting ready. And he had, some of you may have seen, you get runners, and they get these little, like, pint-sized water bottles, and they have, like, a, a thing around them, and they got all these little water pouches with all the water bottles in them, and, and they have these little gel packs, that are about 100 calories, but they're, they're basically their caffeine and sugar, their energy boost, right? And he had about 60 of those stuck in his belt. And I'm looking at this guy, and I'm thinking, dude, you're carrying a whole bunch of weight that you don't need to be carrying because down the road it's going to hurt you. And here's the thing. Now, here's the spiritual analogy. He had things on him that were provided for him in the race. He didn't need to carry them. Every mile there was a station that had gels, that had water, that had Coke, that had power bar, had everything you needed. In our walk, in our endurance race with the Lord, He has given us everything that we need. On the way, you don't have to strap stuff on you to weight yourself down and be burdened because of the thing that God's called you to. I've got to have this, 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 or I can't make it. That was his mentality. If I don't have all these things, but let me tell you why he had those things. Because that is how he trained. He trained with them, so he thought he needed them. How are you training today? How are you training? Are you training, I got to do this and this and this and this to make it? Or am I going to trust God that he's going to provide along the way? And guess what? I don't have to carry all this extra burden because I know a mile up the road, goodies are there. And it may be tough to get there, but once I'm there, I am provided for. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Cool, I like that. All we need is some hankies. Yes, I can. I'm preaching good. Hallelujah. <laughs> See, it's time to lay it aside. Weight's like a fence. Oh! Yeah, I said it. A fence. You know what kind of burden that is on your shoulders to hang on to that? Because when you're carrying that, that is a big weight to slug around all the time. Because then every morning you wake up and there it is on your shoulders weighing you down for the race. 
And I'll tell you what, it's hard to get to the end of the race when you've got all this extra weight because this is an endurance race. It's going to take some time to get done. I knew when I got in the water to start to swim, this is going to be a long day. And, there's, and here's the thing about the, the Ironman race. If you use too much energy on the bike and you go too hard on the bike, you are going to die come the run. It's going to happen. You've got X amount of energy to spend. You can spend it at the beginning or the middle, and once it's gone, it's gone. And if I'm carrying extra weight, that's just that much more energy that I don't have to finish the race strong. I don't want anybody in this body crawling to the finish line. I want us going, I'm number one, because God said so. That's exactly right. I like that ribbon breaker. That could be a ministry. Just saying. Now listen, lay aside the hurt. Lay it aside. Well, you know, I've been to church and church hurt me. Okay, I understand. Legitimate. Happens. Lay it aside. Quit carrying that weight. Because that is going to hinder your race. It's going to hinder how effective you can be during the race. So this dude, man, he had all this stuff on. And as I ran by him, said, how you doing? Well, you know, I'm feeling kind of heavy. I said, well, lighten your load, man. Drop the belt. Because just up here, they got water for you. They got gel packs for you. Everything on the course is provided for you. It is so much the kingdom. It's provided. Just continue to run the race. Now, I want to go to Philippians 4.10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Philippians 4.12. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. In verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, I want to make sure we put this scripture in context because people go around quoting, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you understand what he's talking about there, no matter what state I am in, God will strengthen me and I can get through it. Now, I'm going to, let me tell you this. If, how many of you know Kevin Russell? Owns a, he's a body shop, he's a mechanic. All right, if I went to his shop and I said, hey, the next car that comes in here, I'm taking the engine out, I'm taking it apart, I'm putting it together, and I'm going to put it back in. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You better hope it's not your car. Now, I can pray, and, and listen, I can believe for supernatural wisdom, and God can do that. I, I'm, not, I'm not limiting what God can do. But I'm not going to Kevin's shop saying, I'm going to fix this person's car. God can, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, whether I have the knowledge or not. No, no matter what condition, no matter what state, no matter what struggle, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're going through, no matter how good, no matter how bad, I can get through this through Christ who strengthens me. Now listen, I understand this because, listen, I had a great race and man, things were going great and there's going to be times on this journey that you're going to feel great 
And then there's times that you're going to suffer. And in a 12-hour race, there was times I was feeling like, woo, I am great. I'm feeling good. Man, I got this. And then there was times like, oh, God, why hast thou forsaken me? It was tough. But Christ is right there with us. My, and my analogy to that is it seemed like every, it's a 12-hour race, and it covers miles and miles and miles. But for whatever reason, man, I don't know how my wife did it. She's my biggest cheerleader. She would find a spot, and I'm struggling. There she is with her cowboy. Go, Hester! Go, Hester! You can do it! And I'm thinking, I'm the man. I'm the man. At least for that 100 yards until I got out of her sight. But everywhere I was, man, she was... And I'm like, more cowbell, baby, more cowbell. Some of you understand that. Some of you music people get it. But see, you can do all things. No matter the circumstances or the condition that you're in, the Lord can get you through. Yes, I can. We need to tell it, yes, I can. Through Christ who strengthens me, I don't have to put on the jail packs and the water packs to do it my own. He will get me through. Too many times. And I'll give you a perfect example. We've got an election coming up. Vote God. There is voter guides out there. It's only the governor and the Senate. It wasn't exactly what we thought, but go ahead and grab one. Vote God. My thing is, is that I am not counting in a man or a woman. I'm counting on Jesus Christ. I'm counting on the Lord. That's who I'm looking to. Man's not fixing this mess. Jesus is. Yes, I can. See, there was times I felt horrible. There's other times I felt great. In, in life, in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of God, there's going to be times where, man, you're just, I mean, woo, revival is, revival is breaking out, man, God is good, the presence of God is here, and then there's others that, God, where are you? I guess this church is dead. Nothing here. Yo, man, the worship was phenomenal today. Well, I guess they just didn't get there. You best check your own heart. Nothing to do with what music's being played or who's playing it or who's singing it or what it even sounds like. So, you know, if you can't get in the presence of God when I'm singing, it's your fault. You see, we need to now. I want to get back to that preparation thing. I had prepared for this race. I put in the mileage I needed to put in. I'd done everything I was supposed to do. I'd done my research on the nutrition. I had to have 300 calories an hour while I was on the bike. And there's a, there's a whole scientific thing about this thing. Have you prepared for this race that we're in? How do you prepare? You pray? Well, let me, let me back up. You get to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, number one. Everything else comes from that. And, and I'm not talking about, well, I'm kind of in, I'm kind of out. Because let me tell you something else. There was people in this race that were kind of that way too. They were kind of recreational about it. Well, you know, I'm just going to try to finish. So they didn't really train. They were out there kind of doing it. And I'm telling you, most of them did not finish. Because once you get out there and all of a sudden the pain kicks in, they're like, I quit. Because they were not prepared this journey that we're on, the kingdom, especially the hour we're living in, you need to be prepared. You need to, first of all, you need to be born again, and I mean have a rock-solid relationship with Jesus Christ. That's number one. You best be praying. You best be hearing from the Holy Spirit. You need to be worshiping. You need to be praising. You need to be in 
fellowship with like-minded believers that can lift you up. Because when that tough time comes, you need somebody to cheer you on saying, you can do it. Yeah, I know everything in business looks crazy right now, but yes, you can. Because sometimes people need that because when they're struggling and they just can't find a way, they need somebody to say, you can make it. Sometimes that's all it takes. My wife with her little cowbell. I'd see her and I'm like, I am... You'll have to kill me before I'll stop because she's there cheering me on and for no other reason than her support, I am going to finish this thing. For no other reason, why am I going to finish my course? Because of you people. Absolutely. Amen. Right? Yeah. That guy probably ten times as easy in my opinion as that. Amen. Because yeah, I get off in the flesh with all the worries and the concerns and where we feel in God and say, hey, Exactly right. That's a cheerleader. Exactly right. That that is encouraging one another in the faith, lifting each other up. Why? Because we've got to remind ourselves sometimes how big the God, God is. And when I was in those moments, she would remind me, you got this because you have prepared for this. We need to be prepared. We got, a, we got a Wednesday night foundations class. That's a great preparation place. We come together in fellowship. That's a great preparation place. We worship God. We know we get in the word. You got to know the word. We need to be in the word. We need to be confessing the word. We need to prepare ourselves. See, the enemy is going to use people and circumstances to try to stop you. And this is what we have to do in 2 Corinthians 10.5. Casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Now that word casting down or casting means taking down. You have to take down these thoughts and the only way you can do it is with the word of God. Because your mind can convince you absolutely. There were times in that race my mind was convincing me you were not going to make it. You're never going to make it. And then all of a sudden you have a twinge and you're thinking, that's it. You know, I've got a cramp. I'm dying. It's a heart attack. Your mind will convince you. You've got to know the word of God and what it says and confess that out of your mouth. Use the word of God. You, that's how you take down these arguments. Or basically what it says, arguments is thoughts there. So taking down the thoughts. Oh, and we've all got them. Yeah. Yeah, quit. Let me, let me tell you something. Quit confessing the problem. You know? Quit confessing. Now, I'm not saying lie. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a runny nose, say, you know what? I'm not feeling very well. My nose is running because everybody knows that. You know, don't lie about it. But, you know, yeah, I'm not feeling very well, but I'm getting my healing in the name of Jesus. The, the truth is I'm healed. My body, the lie is I'm sick. The truth is I'm healed. We can confess the problem. That's not going to make the problem go away. It's just going to make you feel worse. You know, like I said, so I, I stood there at the back of the church with black water everywhere. It wasn't good, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, I know how many tens of thousands of dollars it's going to take to repair this. And I just said, well, praise God, we have insurance. And God, you're going to provide. And God, you're going to take care of it. 
And so I'm going to bed, and I'm not worrying about it anymore. Because God will provide. Is it the end of the world? No. You know what the end of the world is? People dying and going to hell. We can replace drywall. We can replace carpet. You can't replace a soul that's gone to hell. So keep it all in perspective. It wasn't the end of the world. We've got to cast these thoughts down. Now, during this race, now, and I'm going to tell you, circumstances and even people will try to convince you of something that isn't true when you know the truth. And I'll give you an example. So I'm on the run. I'm in 13 miles, man, and I mean at the 13 mile to run, I am feeling great. And it's an out and back, out and back course. So you go out and you come back in the cheering crowds, you know, and I'm feeling good, man. And I get to about 13.1 miles, and I mean the wheels fall off. You know, they, the runners talk about hitting the wall. Well, I smacked the wall, and I staggered around the wall, and it wasn't good. Because all of a sudden, now, I'm going to use a medical term, my IT band. You've got an IT band is a, is a, um, what am I trying, as a tendon that runs from your knee to your hip. And when it gets tight, it gets tight around the knee, and they call it runner's knee. And every step you take, it's like this shooting pain, and it tightens up, and it's hard to move. Well, you have to keep that stretched out. So I would have to roll it. I had a, a roller, and I would roll it out. Well, I'm in the middle of this race, and they've got medics and stuff around. And so I asked the medic, do you have a roller? My eye, you know, I've got, I'm having a problem. And they said, well, are you cramping? I said, no, it's my AT. No, you are cramping. So here's what I want you to do. At every station, now this is great. At every station, they have potato chips. You're thinking, I have eaten like a, a bird for eight months, and now you're feeding me potato chips in the middle of the race? That has to do with the salt, to get the salt intake, right? And I had my, my coach when I was, he told me, he says, in the middle of your bike, when you're at your bike, it was about four hours on the bike, about two hours in, he says, I want you to eat a candy bar. I said, what? I hadn't had a candy bar in eight months. He said, yeah, get a Snickers bar. He says, the sugar, it'll, it'll, so I've got a, a king-sized one, man. <laughs> I said, oh, green light, praise God. And so, man, I'm riding on my bike, and I'm eating my Snickers bar, and I am just grinning. I'm like, whoa. <clears throat> and you know what sugar does to hyperactive people, right? <laughs> so then I was waving at everybody. So my IT band starts hurting, and I know, I know what the truth is. is my IT band, and I know what to do. And they are trying to convince me, no, you're cramping, so you need to do this and do this and do this, none of which would have helped my situation. Be very careful when you know the truth. Do not accept a truth. They'll convince you. This is what you need to do. That is not the problem. I know the truth, and the truth will make me free. So I needed a roller. They didn't have one. So I grabbed a water bottle that was full and used it. And I mean, I, and I will confess to you, I cried at the end of that race. I, I finished, and I cried like a baby because I finished it, but I cried from 13 miles till 26.2. There was times I oh, God. And here's the miracle of it all. There's no way that I should have been able to run that race. I had had, I'd had a motorcycle accident 30 years ago and destroyed my left foot. They had to put it, piece it back together, reconstructive surgery. I was a marathon runner, 
And I went out on a trail run, and I caught a rut just right and fractured the foot again, dislocated the metatarsal, had a midfoot fraction. They had to fuse it together. My second reconstructive surgery. They told me at that time, you're done running. Because I was a marathon guy. And I, they said, you'll never be able to run because you can't run that kind of mileage to train for that kind of a race. Being bullheaded and just saying, well, guess what? Watch me. Now, is there some painful days? Yeah. And my wife says, why do you do this to yourself? Mm, because I can. <clears throat> but that distance of a race, usually my foot gets really sore. After. That's why I've gone to the shorter distance triathlons, because there's not as much pounding on my foot. That distance of a race, I shouldn't have been able to finish. But let me tell you, we had people that were praying specifically for me to be able to finish this race. And you know what? Even though I was hurting and I was struggling, I knew that the people were praying and it got me to that finish line just like our prayers for one another are going to get us to the end of this thing. Please do not quit because you will break the tape. If you don't quit, just keep putting one foot. That's what I had to tell myself. There was times where... I was in so much pain. I've never experienced anything like that in, in racing. All the racing I've done. Ironman is a different animal. Now, you do short ones, that's a different kind of pain. There's pain in all of them, but it's a different kind of pain. This one was, and I'm telling you, there was a darkness in the, even the thoughts was, I can't do this. I'm never going to make this. There is a real point where you have to look at yourself and say, you go to these deep, dark places, and you have to believe. When we're in the deep, dark place in our lives, we have to believe that what he says is true, what he says is going to strengthen us. You believe that God can strengthen me. You've got to believe that. And then you just got to put one foot in front of the other. And sometimes it is just blind. I know. Listen, there was times I couldn't even feel my legs. I'm looking at them saying, all right, just keep putting one in front of the other to finish this course. And let me tell you something. The hour we're living in is not easy. And this race isn't easy. And it's difficult. And sometimes it hurts. But I'm going to tell you what. We've got to keep our eyes on the prize. And what is that prize? Not only finishing our course strong, but bringing as many people into the kingdom and into heaven as we possibly can before we crack, before Jesus cracks the sky. Yes, I can. Wherever you're at, I know, and listen, I know where some of you are at. And it's hard, and it's dark, and it's, it's tough. But don't quit. Don't quit. One of my goals in this race was don't walk. Now, you know, being the athlete that I am, I'm like, you know, walking is kind of a, you know, it's one of those things that you walk, but somehow you're less than. I'll tell you what. It was an absolute battle. Everything in my body screamed, just stop running, idiot. And that is exactly what the enemy is trying to do to people today. Just stop doing what you're doing, and the pain will go away. Do not make decisions based on the difficulty that you are in. The enemy always pushes and the Lord leads. 
So if you get to that place where you're like, oh, I've got to make a decision. Oh, I can't take the pressure. I can't. I've got to make it. You can bet that you're going to make the wrong one because the enemy is pushing you, pushing you. People will do just about anything to get away from the circumstances. For me, all I had to do was stop, and the pain would have stopped too. But I never would have reached my destination. And it's not easy today. I'd love to tell you, man, you become born again. You come to this church, spirit of God's flowing. Woo, it's all roses and everything is great. But I know that's a lie. Guess what? I, this, you know, hey, I want to go to the sweet by and by, but I got to live in the nasty now and now. And it's not easy. But through the word of God and through the fellowship and through the brethren and knowing that he will strengthen me all along the way, if we don't quit, we won't lose. We will win. Yes, I can. If you don't get anything else out of this message today, when things get tough, you just tell yourself, yes, I can, through Christ who strengthens me. Because it says right here, we got a whole host of people cheering us on, saying, you can do this. And let me tell you what, the race that we're in, we have to finish this thing. And we have to finish it strong. Because people need what we have. Yeah. Yeah, right. That happens to you too, huh?
Amen. Amen. So I just want to just conclude by saying, you just don't know, along this race, how you can encourage somebody. You can be somebody's cowbell. I, I think about that. And I'm telling you, my wife is my greatest cheerleader. I'm not kidding you. She really, really is. I mean, I would get to a corner and I'm like, you know, I just can't do it. And she's just there. You can do it, Hester. Come on, Hester. I mean, if you ever watch any of the videos she posts on my races, you can hear her screaming. <laughs> you know, come on, Hester. You got this, Hester. You know, I will die before I will stop because people cheer me on. Go ahead. Right. That's right. Right. Yep. Because let me give you an example. Let's say she was offended with Tiffany. Tiffany said, well, I really feel like I'm not going to receive that from you because I'm offended. And then you miss out. You know, listen, somebody does something stupid to you, forgive them because we all do something stupid. In most cases, we don't even know it. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Amen. Your life on this earth is. That's it. That's how quick it is. Yeah. All right. Mm
Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hey, and you know what? I, I, I like testimonies, man. They encourage us. They build up our faith. So, yes, you can. So remember that. When things get tough. Yes, I can. Amen? Let me pray for you today. Father, we thank you so much. The Lord, it's you and in you and through you that you give us the strength to conquer all things. Lord, it's through you've given us everything we need for life in godliness in this earth. And so we thank you, Lord, that, that we'll just remember in those difficult times, in the dark times, when things seem like there's just no hope, we say, yes, I can. And we will look to you and rely on you, Lord. And you'll bring people, whether it be doctors with wisdom or people with a word, whatever it is, to encourage us, Lord. And we'll hear those cowbells just a-ringing, encouraging us to go forward and move forward and keep going. Because, Lord, we know that if we don't quit, we will win. And I thank you, Lord, for this body of believers that have the, the want to and the desire and the I won't quit demon cannot touch us. And I thank you that you're going to do wonderful, marvelous things in this region through this body. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, just by way of announcements before I let you go, um, we need some, some people, we need to